0: morning everybody or I guess if you're listening this listen into the afternoon or evening time a good evening or afternoon to you all thank you for coming by and joining me on one of my PGA DFS podcasts this is a short form podcast of course number two in the weekly golf podcast series the fit and the form podcast and what I do in this one is I go over some of the information that'll be vital to making PGA DFS lineups for the week including some recent form I look at 11 weeks Some course history, I look at about five years back to 2015. There just isn't a lot of golfers in this field that have played prior to 2015. Plus, it's a long time ago, and the game has certainly changed in five years, so don't look past that. Then I go into some strokes gained information. I find out how the golfers have been uh, doing in their start and see if we can find a statistical profile that we're liking for this week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. And As I always do on this podcast, I give you a review quickly of the stat. Statistics that we know from years past including the fairway hit percentage 64% driving accuracy last year in terms of distance though was second on tour in average drive or driving distance 74% greens in regulation 60% scrambling so greens may be a little bit on the more difficult side but getting to them and off the tee certainly quite easy comparatively the rough also very short so let's start off with some recent form Actually, yeah. Let's let's start off with course history. Since I just talked about the course, let's see who has played well here and, and when fairways are easy to hit and greens are easy to hit. I guess Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Cantlay certainly love it. Both of them have three top tens in the last five years. Only other there's only five of the golfers that have multiple top tens: Pat Perez, William McGirt, Kevin Na, Chesson Hadley, and Patton Kazire All have two. Well, Francesco Molinari, back in 2016, in his only start here, came in fourth. Good to see him back and playing this week when we switch over to our top 25s here at TPC Sarmolin. A par 71, 7,300 yards, remember? Uh, It's going to include Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Cantlay as uh, some golfers with three top 25s. A couple other ones have done it, include Luke List and Scott Piercy, while five others... Obviously, the ones uh, that does not include Pat Perez, William McGirt, Kevin Notch, Justin Hadley, and Patton Gazire. They, of course, all have two top 25s because they have two top 10s, Uh, but there's five others with two top 25s here, and that includes Ryan Palmer, Ricky Fowler, Siwoo Kim, Bo Hostler, and Brian Harmon. Now, a couple golfers here in this week's field have made four cuts in four tries here, but don't have more than one top 25, but I've made a paycheck here, and certainly that'll help you in certain contests. James Hahn, Jason Kolkrak, and Nick Taylor. So that's four of them. Now, when we switch over to golfers that have struggled here, or maybe not have struggled, but have struggled to find the top 10. So I've struggled to find that upside here. Kevin Strillman, Harold Varner, Scott Stallings, and again, since 2015, of course, Troy Merritt, Peter Malnati, Nick Watney, and Scott Brown. They've all competed five times with no top 25s. However, uh, there's only a few golfers uh, that um, have competed all five times and don't have any top 25s. That includes Martin Laird, Troy Merritt, and Scott Brown. They have no top 25s in five starts, while Hunter Mahan, Brendan Steele, Scott Blair. They don't have a top ten or twenty-five in four times. So golfers certainly have struggled finding the upside here at TPC Summerlin. And you know, I I guess it's it's tough to pinpoint an exact reason as to why, uh, but that's just the way it works out. And sometimes, all right. Now let's go over to some recent form, and then we'll learn about how these golfers are accomplishing their recent form. So we'll start off with the top 10s. Will Zalatoris. So obviously when he's in the field, this might be the last week for a little while or if he has a good finish, and then we'll see him uh, coming up again soon uh, and likely every week that he would like to play once he gets status. Uh, he's still got the most. He's got five top 10s in the last 11 weeks. Tony Finau's got four. Webb Simpson and Scotty Scheffler have three, the only other PGA Tour players to do so well. Justin Sue has three on the local IQ series. There's 18 others this week that have two top 10s in the last 11 weeks. Those include Matt Wolf, Bryson DeChambeau, and Colin Rikawa. We switch over to top 25s, so though. We got Harris English. He has been the most consistent golfer over this span, other than Will Zalatoris, of course. Harris English has six, to Zalatoris is nine, but still, Zalatoris has only done two on the PGA Tour. Uh, Tony Fina, Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Su, and Hideki Masayama have five, and actually, Two of those starts for Sue have come on the PGA Tour, the Barracuda and the Corrales, both finishing inside the top 20. So Justin Sue playing much better than prior. 16 golfers have made every single cut and made a paycheck over these last 11 weeks. Miliano Grio, Harris English, Brian Harmon, and Adam Shank are 7 for 7, while Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Sue, Matthew Wolf, Hideki Matsuyama, Cameron Davis, and Lanto Griffin are 6 for 6. A bunch of others are 5-for-5 five five as well. I shouldn't say a bunch of others. Uh, looks like about 9 of them are 5-for-5. Five five. We we'll switch over to the negative side, though, which there are some negative notes this week. No top 10s, but I shouldn't say the whole negative. This may be a half negative, half positive, depending on which way you look at it. No top 10s, but do have a top 25 in the last 11 weeks. Brian Harmon, Patrick Rogers, Bo Hassler, Sepp Straka, Taylor Gooch, Zing Zun Zhang, Cameron Smith, Ibrahim, Answer, Chesson Hadley, Dylan Fratelli, and on Anan. Now, when we go and look at no top twenty fives, so actually, I was I was made a note to say this. I'm going to take all those golfers that I just mentioned. Maybe I'm giving myself a little bit too too nice of a of a bundle of players, but I believe one of those golfers will get into the top ten this week. Whether well, it be Hard uh, Harmon Rogers, Hossler, Straka, Gooch, Janks, Cam Smith, Abe Anser, Justin Hadley, Dylan Fratelli, or Bianca I'll have a chance, of course, right? No top 25s, I'm also going to take it. Will Gordon, Keith Mitchell, Pat Gazire, Adam Hadwin, Martin Laird, Tom Hoagie, and Wyndham Clark. No top 25s for those guys, I believe they'll bust through. Then this last one, I had a little bit more trouble finding somebody I thought would make the weekend, as they've struggled over the last eleven weeks, making no cuts. Martin Trainer, Ted Potter, Bovin, Pelt, Michael, Kim, Luke, Donald, Greg Chalmers, and Hunter Mahan. It has certainly been a struggle out there for those guys uh, over the last little bit. I hope one of them makes the cut this week, so I can at least say that I was, you know, had something come out of all three of those bullet points there. But it's kind of all I'm hoping for at this point. Okay, let's go over into our strokes gained information now and learn how some of these golfers are doing it. Plus, take a look at maybe some golfers that have been uh, that have had a really good week in off the tee is what I want to focus on. But I did it for every category. I want to find out what the maximum somebody can gain or has gained over the last ten weeks to see what it could mean for this week and if it will work. So. Start off with strokes gained total, and what I do here is I go over my data set. So if you have not checked out my uh, PGA DFS strokes gained analysis of weekly, check that out. It's a great article. Um, I give you three bullet points where I go over my entire data set, which is roughly 40 or so strokes gained events. Uh, then I give you the last 10 weeks or so, what the golfers have been doing. And then this week, like I just mentioned, I'm giving you the top guys uh the the top rounds or starts i should say for each individual category uh and showing you what what the best stroke scan analysis was in there so great tool check it out that is a free article on com. so check that out whether you have an osmo plus subscription or not it is free for you to check out so Uh, Go ahead and do that. Now, okay, let's go in, and we're going to go down the list a little bit. Bryson DeChambeau, he is 12 of 27 and gaining at least two strokes. He is still best in the field. Webb Simpson is 11 of 22, so a better average, but not as many times. Tony Finau, 10 of 27. When we look over our last 10 weeks or so, Adeki Matsuyama, Harris English, and Jason Kokrak are four times have gained uh, at least uh, a stroke in a quarter. Well, they're the only guys that have done it four times, while there are others uh, that have done it three, including Scotty Scheffler, Sebastian Munoz, Doc Redmond, Danny McCarthy, Harold Varner, and Zach Johnson. Now, we switch over to that graphic that I told you about. Now, of course, it's maybe not visual on your screen right now, but I can tell you that Matthew Wolf and Bryson DeChambeau are the only golfers who have gained more than four strokes on the field in one start. So whether it was that week or... Uh, sign of things to come. Certainly played significantly better than the field. And in fact, Matthew Wolf, gaining four strokes uh, should have won that tournament and likely would win any tournament gaining four strokes on the field on average. But not that week. Bryson said no. Uh, Now we move on to Tita Green. Sergio and uh, Garcia and Itake Matsuyama reign supreme here in terms of consistency. If that's what you're looking for, uh, they're the only ones that are above 50% of gaining at least one-stroke T to green in their starts. Some honorable mentions, though, like Paul Casey, Emiliano Grillo, and Harold Varner, they've all done it in the 40% of their time. <clears throat> now when we look over the last couple of weeks, Tony Finau, Scottie Scheffler, Russ Henley, Siwoo Kim, those are the only guys that have, done, that have gained over 1.75 strokes T to green three times over the past 11 weeks, so really inform are those four guys. And one of the guys that have been that was maybe one of the most surprising in terms of their strokes gained tee to green in a week was Cam Smith. He came in over three a couple of weeks ago, so certainly that would suggest that form is probably not too far away unless it was just a blip in the radar and he's going to regress. Certainly that doesn't typically happen when you see a golfer do that well, so look for Cam Smith to be in the mix this week. Now we switch to off the tee, which has been so paramount here. It's not always, but it certainly has been in years past with you know every single golfer except for Kevin Na, who's won it, uh, be in the top 10 in strokes gained off the tee, and two of the five have led it. So let's take a look. Cam Champ is obviously the champion of strokes gained off the tee. In 72.4% of his starts, they end with at least a half a stroke gain off the tee. Crazy. Jason Kokrak, he's also right at 72%. Sergio Garcia dips a little bit. He's in at 70.59%. They're a good 10% above everybody else. Matthew Wolf and Bryson DeChambeau are the next two best. They have both gained at least a half a stroke in 15 of 27 starts. Last 10 weeks, though, Cam Champ, Matthew Wolf. William Gordon, Bryson DeChambeau and Sergio Garcia along with Luke List, Max Moment and Wyndham Clark they have gained more than a stroke off the tee in the last 10 weeks. The only golfers to do so certainly somebody to take a look at. Best starts uh, however uh, over those last 10 weeks. I'm sorry they've they've gained over a stroke twice in the last 10 weeks they're the only golfers to do it twice. Sorry about that Best starts over the last 10 go to Bo Hostler. He's interesting up in the top 10 as is Keith Mitchell Wyndham Clark, Luke and William Borden who I just mentioned. So certainly targeting those guys this week on a course that if you keep the ball semi-in play, you're going to have a ton of birdie looks. Obviously, it'll come down to putting. It always does. But certainly golfers that are putting the ball in play and advantage-wise are the ones you want to be focusing on this week. Okay, now these next batch of golfers, we're going to take a look at strokes gained. That If they put the ball in the fairway at a much higher clip than the field, you can count on these guys having more quality birdie looks than everybody else. Paul Casey, Miliano Guerrero, Colin Morikawa, Webb Simpson, Russell Henley, Cam Tringale, and Patrick Cantlay have gained at least a half a stroke or more in 55% of their starts, or more, and... Typically, find themselves getting more birdie looks because of that. In the last eight weeks, though, or ten weeks, I should say, Kevin Stroman and Taylor Goose, they've uh, gained a half a stroke on their approaches four times, whereas Tony Finau, he's been the hottest with his items, no doubt about it. Three times he's gone over 1.75, and he's got the top week at 2.43 strokes gained on average with his approaches. That was at the 3M, so... Certainly if Tony Finau has that type of form and brings his driver uh, out to play this week, numbers like that are definitely winning type of numbers, but we've seen how much Tony has struggled with it. Around the green, Brian Harmon, Keegan Bradley, and Fabio Gomez have all gained at least a stroke six times uh, in their uh, brief stint. Uh, I shouldn't say brief stint. I think Harmon and Bradley both have 27 or more starts Fabio Gomez, maybe 23. Nobody has been as good as Harris English, though. Maybe he's just uh, learned how to put some English on the golf ball. That was pretty terrible. I'm sorry. But still, he has been the most consistent, gaining at least a quarter of a stroke around the green six times in the past 10 weeks. So pretty good there. Now let's go to the moneymaker. Strokes gain putting. Here we go. Denny McCarthy's in the field. So obviously, he is still the best putter. The only one to have gained at least a stroke and a quarter nine times, Taylor Gooch, Andrew Putnam, Patton Kazair, Webb Simpson. Uh, though, I'm sorry. Gooch, Putnam, and Kazair have gained uh, a stroke and Hostler seven times, while Simpson non-McNeely have done it six times. Okay, over the last 10 weeks or so, Peter Malnati, Louis and Jesson Hadley, and Maverick McNeely are the only ones to gain over a stroke multiple times. While Maverick McNeely has the highest week of uh, in terms of average. I said highest round in my notes. That's why I stuttered a little bit there. I apologize. It's the highest week. He gained 2.77 on average strokes gained putting last week down at the Sanderson Farms. Very, very impressive. So, of course, all of this information, you know, if, it, if it's too much for you or if you want to see it in written form, I have my strokes gain analysis info uh, article on the Osmo website, as I've already mentioned. But what I also do is I have all of this information, the actual strokes gain data, as part of our Osmo Plus package. You get all of that data for just $9.95 for the week, $29.99 for the month, and now we're up to, let's say it's August 6th today. Masters is just over 30 days away, so you'll be getting beginning coverage of the Masters tournament for sure uh, In the, if you decide to join us for the month. Uh, and still a great amount of golf coming up. We've got, of course, this week, Uh, Here in Vegas We're staying here for a week As a huge field is expected To be gathered at Shadow Creek Golf Course Next week and then of course Tiger Woods Back on the golf course at the Zozo Championship At Sherwood Country Club there in California So a a good couple Of weeks here including this one of golf Before we get the big one, the master's coming up in not too long, so a great time to join us on that side. So Until next time, everybody, this, is again, is the second of third Osmo Golf Weekly Podcast Series. If you're listening on YouTube, I appreciate it and thank you. Of course, if you're on travel, check out our Osmo Podcast Network. You can find that right on our homepage. Click Podcast and scroll over to the Osmo Golf one, and you'll find it there. And, of course, my third and final series each and every week, the Against the Grain Pod, will be out tomorrow morning right around 9 o'clock talking about ownership. For the upcoming slate. So, until then, everybody, thanks for joining the Fit the Form podcast, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers.